I'd like to uh, draw your attention to the title that we heard the blind man use when he called out to the Lord. That he didn't call out Jesus. He didn't call out Lord. He didn't call him by the description Mark's Gospel gave for him there, Jesus of Nazareth. Instead, he called out to him saying, Son of David. Twice in short succession, he called out, Son of David. Now, to a blind Jew, that would have been very significant, that the title Son of David referred to the Messiah. And the Messiah was the one that all the Jews were waiting for, but for the blind, he had a particular significance. As we heard in our first reading, one of many prophecies of the Messiah, um, it was said that he would heal the blind. This would be one of his distinguishing features, that other prophets had done other miracles, but when the Messiah would come, he would heal the blind, he would give them their sight. Now let's pause a moment and think about that blind man and think about what was going on within him. So he suffered from his illness, his blindness. He was poor, he was begging. And to be a blind beggar at the side of the road in a poor country is a pretty desperate state. But the point I want to draw your attention to today is that this blind man, he somehow kept within him his faith and his hope. That he was still looking forward to the coming of the Messiah. He still was hoping for this one who had been promised. And the fact that he called out using this very messianic title, Son of David, the one who would come with sight for the blind, is a sign to us that he kept his faith, he kept his hope. Now, the scripture readings the church has given us for today point to two pivotal things that must have been also within the blind man, enabling to keep this attitude within him. Two things he must have been holding on to. The first was the promise of the Lord. So, as I said, our first reading from Jeremiah had one of many um, promises that were made in the Old Testament that when the Messiah would come, he would come, and he would come with healing in his rays, in particular healing for the blind. And by holding on to that promise, the blind man was able to have hope, to look forward. The second thing is memory, remembering what God has done. So our responsorial psalm, we sang that line, what marvels the Lord worked for us. Indeed, we were glad. And that whole psalm describes how the Lord rescued his people um, out of slavery. That if we are to keep our faith, we need to remember the good things that the Lord has done in the past. What he's done in our own personal histories. What he's done in the pages of scripture. 
And this blind man, he must, if he kept his faith, if he kept his hope, he must have, as the Jews did with psalms like this, held on and remembered the wonders that the Lord had done in the past. By remembering the goodness of God shown in those deeds, he was able to believe that promise and look forward to the future. So to sum that all up, this title, Son of David, that the blind man used, it shows that he remembered the promise that one would come, that the Messiah would come, and he would come with healing for the blind. And this blind man therefore serves as a a role model for all of us, that we all have difficulties in life. But we too can hold on to our faith and hold on to our hope if, like him, we remember the promises that the Lord has made, and if, like him, we remember the good things the Lord has done in our own lives and in the pages of Scripture. That he's shown he's a good God. He's shown that he keeps his promises. And a great many of those promises still hold for you and me today. To think of just three, his promise of heaven, if we are faithful, his promise of his grace and strength for us on the way. And his promise that he is by our side in that journey. I am with you always. Yes, to the end of time.